I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the rent room yeah, I see shoulders moving. I see people twerking here all over the table. Yes, sir. I see people getting it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Tracy? 2016, 2016. Wow. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Okay? I'm... Still. We still 22, though. Yikes. We all vampires. We all look like we young, don't That's we? Right. <laughs> 2G and 16. Okay. Right. <laughs> so you guys know how we do it on The Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Yes, you can cuss on my show, Miss Twinkie. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Good to know. <laughs> shit like that. So today, my girl, Lisa Bolacaja, she did I tell you she broke her ankle? I hate to hear that. She gone but two weeks ago. She you need your ankle. ankle. Yes. <laughs> in this world. Okay. She don't need it though. She be surfing. Okay. She just be just be gliding on the board and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So Lisa, Lisa, she hurt herself, so she's out for another week or so. But um, so I got my man Tracy Grant in the house chilling with us. Nice to be with the family, and I'm gonna leave my East Coast tendencies at home a Why? little bit. We got today. East Coast in the room right now. Um, not all the way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> be we got, you, be we you. We see the microphone. It's, yes, it's not the cipher. Okay, you bring right. the smoke. I bring. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that today. Go ahead, Tracy. But got bars. When, Look, when I'm bars. when I'm in the building, my whole crew is in the building. Yes, let's get you it. a big part of that. So no I want to thank you for the blessing of co-piloting today. That's what's up, Lisa. Bolakaja, heal up that ankle. We need you back. Can't nobody do it like you. But shout out to all of my writers and all my crew exactly. here in, in L.A. That's what's up. So you guys hear him. That's my man, Tracy Grant, my big bro. So today, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. So we got my big sis on here. Let's get it in. <laughs> she already all on the table getting it. Look. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. My big sis, Tracy Twinkie Bird. How's everybody doing? Yes. No, I ain't done yet. Yes. In the house. Yes. Casting yes. director. Look, what what other kind of hyphen do you want to add up in there? Uh, you producer? producer? Producer, forgive me. Yes, I produced right. Twinkie's Hollywood Monologue Slam. That's right. And I'm coming up on year five. That's what I got to have found the location in right, North Hollywood. Right. Shout out to Joe. Joe. Are we invited this time? Can we come yeah. hop in? Yes. All right. That's for what's sure. Up. Okay. Um, we're solidifying our dates, but it will be sometime in May. Okay, cool. So, yes. And the people are clamoring <laughs> for <laughs> Twinkie's Hollywood monologue That's slam. Y'all heard shot. it here. They do want that. <laughs> you heard it here. Of course. Yes. True. And I invite industry professionals, so they're All going right. to get a lot of exposure. And they also, too, get to sit in front of, you know, directors, actors, True. people they look up to. Mm-hmm. 
to give them critique or assessment. And so it's 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 going to be awesome. And if that you're listening, excited. that means between now and May, you got to get it together. Don't yes. just show okay, up. Look. Pull it together. Preparation okay. is, is key. It's everything. Memorize that motherfucker. Oh, yes. Don't be popping in there talking yeah, no, about, I no. think I got it. No. I think I got it. Here than I will <laughs> no. clown you. Yes. No. I'll have to come back here <laughs> with the winner or something. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Talk about how it, Let's get how it, it all went down. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, oh, we absolutely. know they're listening out there. Yes, we're in 80 countries, girl, all over the world. Yes, I'm Let's spread the word. Yes, let's. Let's spread it because I want a multicultural, diverse cast of people, Mm -hmm. all ethnicities, age ranges, everything to audition, put themselves on tape, Mm -hmm. send it to me on YouTube. And, you know, of course, there's an entrance fee. Hey, shit ain't free. That's right. It's not free. Okay, your time ain't free. No, my time is not free. And I sift through everything Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, she got a bunch of interns interns and everything. (laughs) I sift through it all myself. And Mm -hmm. I can tell in the first three seconds with your snot bubbling and foolishness. There it is. So we that we you are not in. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just sharing. Yes, Everybody thinks you know they got to be Bernadine yes. and waiting to exhale and set a car on fire. <laughs> wow. So you mean there's a craft? To <laughs> yeah, there is a craft. <laughs> is that what you mean? I, yes. Oh, who knew? There is a craft. <laughs> yes. So don't just run in with snot bubbles and ranting oh, and man. setting cars on fire and ripping clothes out okay. of the closet. I don't want to see Less. nobody's snot bubbles. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> For any reason. I'm just sharing. You know, they Too see Viola much. and her snot bubbles, and they're like, "That's acting." Uh huh. And, uh-huh. you know, so, yeah, we have to break it down to its lowest common denominator. We need to bring it on down and then iron it on out. <laughs> like, I could like do that, too. Viola, because yes. we know there are people listening. They mm-hmm. really don't have a sense of the amount of craft oh and God. study and work that goes into someone like that who becomes able to make that. Give that kind of performance. Oh my goodness! And so, <laughs> how many takes? They got to be part of what yes. the rant room of is all theater about. Theater like, yes. and training yes. and plays and I mean, she's done a number of off Broadway, Broadway, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. all types of plays mm-hmm. and theater. Right. That's what she really comes from. Just right. because you know her now, there was twenty years of of work That's prior right. to. She 2016? paid mm-hmm. dues for two or three people. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Let me, let me yes. ask you a quick question, and we'll go into your backstory in just a moment. Okay. But since we're talking, so let's just get it. Okay. So, look. So, I'm one of those people. I probably have sat in maybe 100 and something casting mm-hmm. sessions as a producer or director or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's my background. I'm a former actor, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Come from the theater. As soon as I see somebody has a strong theater background, mm-hmm. you can tell me this, Tracy, when you go in and you produce this stuff, do you feel the same way? Sure. I'm like, theater, ooh, shit, yes. they were at Steppenwolf. Yes. You yes. know, I don't care about that movie they yes. did. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, like, oh, this like motherfucker the trained. What? You okay. could say, can you move upstage to the left and yes, come back yes. down? They'd be like, got it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. How do you feel about it's that? True. What's, what's your I thought? Love, I love theater. Yeah. I love, because they bring so many different colors to uh-huh. um, to a performance. Mm-hmm. So I love looking at it and seeing who the playwrights were that they've worked with. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I know some of them. They're still with us. <laughs> they cousins and stuff you like know, that. You <laughs> know, like Lynn Nottage or, mm-hmm. you know, you get some that are... What is my sister's name that just did the... She did a beautiful piece. She is on Walking Dead. Oh, um, um, the one that plays... Um, Deny? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she just did M- a piece M- Michelle. In, I mean, um, why am I going blank on that? Her name is escaping me. 
It's going to hit me because it's my favorite fucking she show. Just but go did, ahead. Yeah, she's, so she's a warrior on The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. And she did a piece here, and I got to see it at the Kirk Douglas. Um, she did a one-woman show? She did a piece, she and another actress, the two of them, and they were both going through the same situation on two different continents, one in the U.S. and the other one in Africa. Really? And both of them Michelle, were infected. I knew it was sitting there at the top of my head. Both of them were infected <clears throat> with HIV by their really? husbands. Okay. And what they did, and it was, oh my gosh, I just, I couldn't breathe. Mm. When it was, I just could not, I had to go backstage. I Mm. had to, I had to, I had to touch the person who created that. Mm. That's what what you're trying to get to, right? Sounds powerful. Yes. Yes. It was incredibly powerful. And then she just did another one um, with uh, our Oscar winner. Um, why is her name Lupita Nyong'o? Mm-hmm. They just work together. Really? So, yes. So I love, and then I'm I'm working with Katori Hall mm-hmm. as a as a producer on Hurt Village. Okay. One of the mm-hmm. um, many producers, Glendon Palmer mm-hmm. as well, and Kalia Neal, and we're all trying to come together and prayerfully get Oprah. And um, <laughs> look, we go yes. knock door, and knock I, next go door, next door and knock on the door. And be like, Oprah, are you in there? Okay, look, we got brought that girl. Yes, yes. So trying to get Hurt Village off the ground. Mm-hmm. So I am, I am yeah. also into adaptations. Mm-hmm. I love, I love adapting books. Okay. Because some of my favorite authors are so visual and vivid with the written word that mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to be it needs to be shown on on film. I need to pitch you my Sylvester script that oh I wrote God. then. You remember you wrote Sylvester? A Sylvester yes. script? Yes. One of a kind of award for the script. It's do fire. You, do you know who I really feel like would be a great Sylvester? Who's that? The young man who played Dr. Dre in Straight Out of Comedy. Oh, okay, interesting. But we did a reading of it at the Writers Guild. Two years ago. What's his name? Corey? Uh, I know you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say. He's on The Walking Dead now. Corey Hawkins. Is he on The Walking yeah. Dead? Yes. Yeah. He's on The Walking Dead Corey now. Corey Hawkins. He plays. Oh, what's the character's name? Like well, I he's got getting all the ready to be on 24. Right Is he really? Yes. He's going to yeah. be a lead in 24. I mean, they're going to kill now. his butt off, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real. Look, That's all right. we're gonna have four or five black characters. We kill one a season, bitches. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, um, I love. Yeah, Corey Hawkins. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, he to me, I'm like, ooh, he could do a serious Sylvester. But we did, we did a reading of it with that face. Yeah. With come on, Sylvester. Kind of like, you know come who on. looks like him and can sing like yes. him? Yes. Is ooh. Jacob Lusk from American Idol? You remember oh, him? Yes, I do. He played him. We got a standing oh, ovation. Awesome. You should see this dude play this role. Oh, I'll be happy to see my man. Don't get me what wrong. What a but this kid is Sylvester a beast. was. Yes. Oh, but we'll what talk. A talent. We'll get that in. Oh my gosh, Sylvester. Oh, it's okay, a real sorry. conversation. It's just yeah, no, we're done. no doubt. In my head, you know, the mm-hmm. casting side of me starts taking hey, over. That's what's and up. Visuals. That's what's up. Okay, Wait I, I got to come back. I got to come back. I have to come back. I have to come back <laughs> and be present in this moment. Is that right? Is that right? Breathing and just breathing. a little side note. Yes, that's so side keep, bar. keep that in there. the you know in the noggin up in yes, there somewhere. <laughs> I, I appreciate. I appreciate. We'll get that. it in. We'll get oh, it in. Yes. So Tracy, let's go yes. back a little bit. Talk about um, where my, you come from and how you got into beginnings. the game. Because I know there were some things. Let's just say for those of you who heard the episode with her brother Jeff Burr. Yes. There was a couple of things. I love saying this. <laughs> <laughs> There was a couple of things he said that you were like, oh, well, he didn't say this. He didn't say that. So you might have to fill in a couple of them I blanks, I might have girl. to fill in. Well, you know, each person sees it from their own perspective. True. And, you know, I I prefer to come quicker with the whole with the whole background story. Okay, because go ahead. I am like, yes, we come from a middle class background. I'm not apologizing. 
middle class all the way. And she I'm flips her hair back. Go ahead, girl, that. flip it. And I'm happy. <laughs> And we had some access, and okay. I'm thankful. Mommy and daddy worked and hard. That's, yes, that's they did. That. Well, you know, our ancestors worked hard. <laughs> we, on the other hand, get to work smart. Okay, good and bad. And all my about parents, it. yes. <laughs> and my parents got to work smart. Yeah. So when you have a father who's a teacher, mm-hmm. and and he has four children at home, and they they're giving away vouchers at school for the Y or something, mm-hmm. you know, or. We got to go see Broadway shows and plays oh, when we really? were kids right. because of those types of things that mm-hmm. were handed out at the school and some teachers didn't partake. And my mm-hmm. father would just gather them all up. He's like, I got four children. <laughs> you don't want your tickets? You I'll take those. <laughs> Do you want your? I'll take those tickets. And so he, they would make sure that we were exposed mm. to things. And, um, and it was, I feel like it was, growing up BYRD was awesome. Hmm. That's what I call it. Growing it's funny. It's funny because we even talked about it on the show. Your dad, the the, pic, the picture that Jeff painted of your father was like, we need to interview dad. Yes. Dad, dad sounded like a cool motherfucker. I'm just going to say it. Dad is dad a Dad sounded cool. He is a hoot. He's fearless. Mm-hmm. And they both are actually because my father being the only boy in his family and my mother the only girl, mm-hmm. they found each other. Married and moved from North Carolina to Reno, Nevada. My father mm. was still in the Air Force, and then from Reno, Nevada to New York. Okay. In order to, um, you know, better themselves and to be exposed to more sure. people and more, you know, culture and arts and all of that. So they wanted a larger life for themselves than than maybe they had sure. where they were. Yeah. And um, but bringing their upbringing with them, mm-hmm. so. For us, we meet all of these city kids, and the city kids get to do what they want, and all. Mm-hmm. Not us. It's like, all right, street lights are on. Yes. You need to be in the house before the street light. Yes. You knew that light was getting ready to come on. Uh-huh. We eat dinner together as a family. Yes. That is where we, you know, where, where we do our downloading of the day. What? How did the day go? What happened during the day? Like, my parents need to know these things. Mm-hmm. You know, what's mm-hmm. going on? And especially being one of the... I guess maybe there were about seven to ten African-American families on our block okay. and in our neighborhood. So 14th and 15th Street were, it was like the Rosewood of Sheepshead Bay. <laughs> okay. That's where all the upwardly mobile black folks mm. were that owned homes. Okay. And and the church, First Baptist Church, was like the hub. Mm-hmm. And This is Brooklyn this for is the uninformed. <laughs> this is in Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, so ma'am. Okay. It was south south of Flatbush. Hmm. So were them lords over there somewhere? There, I, there was there was a lot of you know adversity mm-hmm. with with uh, with people who didn't necessarily think that we deserved to be there. We had mm. a right to be there. Mm-hmm. But those homes were purchased and that land is owned and it's a done deal. Mm. So, and we were there to stay. So whatever challenges we went through, we came together as a community mm-hmm. to make sure the children were safe. Who's going to walk the kids to school? Who's going to walk, pick them back up? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. See, that's that last generation. See, I, can, I always think I'm from that last generation of kids like that. Where yes. the, the lady across the street could give you a whipping. Yes. <laughs> you know Truly, what I mean? That's All true. of that. Yes. That's very, yeah. very true. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't know anything about divorce i didn't know about divorce until i was 13 mm. there was no I, just divorce it's like everybody's got a mom and a dad mm-hmm. i just i didn't know anything mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. and one of my friends and she was like my father i said where'd your father go 
Well, he left. He left to go where? <laughs> like, we're trying to figure out okay. well, what does that mean? He went exactly? on holiday, of Is course. Is he coming back? Like, what does that mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the first for for everyone. Mm-hmm. But during that time, it was a great time. It was clams on the half shell and roller skates. Wow. Roller skates. <laughs> Is he taking you back, Tracy? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> you get hungry was. and stuff, look. You have no Stomach idea. Stomach just growling over here, look. Nothing, nothing like New York City. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Back roller then. skating down the street okay. and uh-huh. yelling at this one and TT and get him in the house and, you know, all of those things. Just <laughs> Remember also, it's cold in the wintertime. Yes. So... Late spring and summer becomes very important. That yes. three, four months of leisure time oh is very goodness. precious. It is. You look forward about to like that, that all year because <clears throat> you're going to hang out in the park. You're going to have a block party yes, outside. Yes. Block party. Okay. You can only do that a few months out of the year. That's right. And talk about the community coming together. Yes. Mm-hmm. The families know and kids being safe. We didn't know how good we had it. Right. Really. Right. As a little, little kid, you were mm-hmm. just at the block party, mm-hmm. you know, drinking Kool-Aid, like oh most of would say. It's true. Drinking Kool-Aid, okay. We had a great- you got the red and the grape, don't great you? Great time. Exactly. <laughs> See? It's red and gray. <laughs> okay. We had a really good time. Water fights and roller skating and bike rides and everybody come together and, okay, are we going to ride bikes this, today or are we going to roller skate today? It's like everybody has to come together and figure out if we're mm-hmm. all going to do one thing. So it was it was a really great time. You, you, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, it just occurred to me. Remember how you would play tag and like the bell would ring, so you have to go in. So somebody oh, yeah. still is it. Yes, <laughs> they oh, yeah. be it for a week. Yes. <laughs> remember, you was yeah. it last week when okay. we had to stop. Yeah. We had to stop. Yeah. Remember. <laughs> yes. As, uh, as soon right. as the bell ring, everybody run it's out. Like, they don't can't get them. You're it though, right? Okay, because you're it. That's right. Don't forget. You remember that, Keith. You yes. know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so those were my humble beginnings, or mm-hmm. our humble beginnings, the birds, B-Y-R-D. And, and growing up, we watched a lot of television, surprisingly enough, but we also read a lot of books. Okay. And my parents were, my mother and my father, every time the man would come around with the encyclopedias to buy another set, my mm-hmm. parents were the ones to buy another oh, set. Oh, we did too. That's funny. I thought yes. we were the only one doing that. Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica, World Book. Uh-huh. We got all the encyclopedias <laughs> were in our sun porch, which right. we would call the reading room. So mm-hmm. that, that sun porch was full of encyclopedias. Right. And you were not allowed to ask a question in the Bird household until you looked it up first. Really? He oh, was yes. like that? Oh, no, no. It sounded like my mama. Oh, no, yeah. no. Look it up. Exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Don't you see that encyclopedia right. over there? Okay, look. <laughs> look under R, bitch. Look exactly. under R. <laughs> and so many people, I mean, even to this day. Now, I had the books, and the books are sometimes outdated. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go back and forth. These young people have Google, and I tell you, they won't even Google it. No. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they want you to spoon feed them. I have a fan page called Fans of Twinkie Bird Casting. <laughs> okay. And Come on, girl. they will thank you. And <laughs> they will ask me questions and I'm like, that's easily researched. Let yes. me know what you find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is, that's the truth. <laughs> it is. But I'm I, I just feel like if you don't foster that, mm-hmm. people will keep assuming that mm-hmm. they can ask a question on my page and it will be answered. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer to teach a man to fish mm-hmm. as opposed to just mm. continuing to give them fish mm-hmm. because then you'll be able to feed yourself. 
One of my Tracy knows. I was talking about this one particular mentor I have, a huge, huge producer. <clears throat> he always does this thing, and I find I do it now with younger writers and producers. Where if you ask them a question, they'll go, "So, what do you think? What do you think?" <laughs> right. And I'm like, "Damn, what I come here for?" And I went, "Oh, to to figure this shit out." Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, "Ah!" Mm-hmm. So it forced me to be active. Right. So now I do that back. And I know Tracy does too with the guys he deals with, Absolutely. forces them yes. to be active. Yes. Don't just give it to them. So that's what no, you're doing. That is yeah. what I'm All doing. Right. No that's one what I has time to waste on if, if you're not dealing mm. with your child. Right. That <laughs> spoon feed. It, if I may, mm-hmm. it sounds like you had great exposure to the arts and yes. culture in the household, yes. you and your siblings. When did you first start to see a place for yourself? in that creatively mm, or get interested in your own sort of participation? Hmm. My own participation. Okay. Cosby show. Hmm. Cosby show. Um, first and foremost. She wasn't even born when Cosby I was take it, what please. We, we speak errors. We don't speak age. We speak errors, right, babe? We speak errors. We speak in errors over here. But, you know, the level of self-esteem that our parents instilled in us my favorite film is The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's because, you know, Dorothy had the answers all along. Mm. And for me, I have always seen myself. So I can watch, because I lived in an all-white neighborhood, mm-hmm. Italian and Jewish and uh, a Catholic. Mm-hmm. But when I watched television, when I watched films, I saw me... And my friends, I envisioned myself in everything. So I never really... I never really saw a difference between who was in the film and what was going on. Hmm. I understood that there was a difference, but for me, it was so personal Mm -hmm. that it was me. So Hmm. I was always Dorothy. I was always the family was set in Brooklyn. They were set in Brooklyn, living in Brooklyn. Yes, Stigwood Avenue though did not exist. And it was a mask on your own family. Ten Stigwood. It was like watching it. I was like, oh, did they have cameras in my house? Cause, because so many things we used to do, we used to put on plays and shows and mm-hmm. dances and sing for our parents and grandparents mm-hmm. and all of those different life lessons. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when my father gave us the regular people conversation. Oh, like he gave, we had we had the regular. Oh, you want to be regular people? <laughs> oh, you? Wow. Huh? <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, let me tell you how it goes uh-huh. for regular people. <laughs> And he would pack us in the car and drive us through the hood. Mm. Regular people mm-hmm. have liquor stores on every corner. <laughs> see that bodega, bitch? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you see where you live, don't have that? Yeah, because this is regular people. Mm-hmm. See how y'all got trees outside? Regular? They don't have trees Yeah, here. no mature trees. <laughs> you don't get no shade out here in regular exactly. folk land. <laughs> No shade. Mm-hmm. So there were conversations like that, and then he would drive us to the wealthier neighborhoods. I love it. And these are the people who dream. Hmm. This is what happens when you put forth your goal and effort. We have this got is to how her father. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's his. That was his way. And mm-hmm. he was like, "You see how the houses are pushed back from the street? Mm-hmm. Pushed back from the street means you have more space to run mm-hmm. and grow, and away from the elements mm-hmm. and the cars and the." So you know it. it it helped us visualize what mm-hmm. it is that we wanted to mm-hmm. do and become and how we wanted to grow and learn. And, you know, sometimes in our neighborhoods, it's not popular to be smart. 
And I don't know why that is, why that challenge exists for us, for people of color, but we need to break that cycle because um, being smart doesn't belong to any one ethnicity, (laughs) any one color, any one anything. It just, it just doesn't, Mm -hmm. but it's fear-based. But you know the irony to that? Because I've had this conversation, I grew up in a hood, and I had this conversation with other, like one of my best friends was like a millionaire before he was 21 selling drugs and stuff like that. And we were having this conversation about some reason about the not being cool factor. We were grown by then. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about, because he didn't quite understand like, you know, um, why there were some things about me the way I was, and I didn't understand why here he is, his 30s, 40s, you know, still selling drugs, mm-hmm. even after he got out of prison, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And the cool factor came up, and I was like, well, people don't think it's exactly what you said. They don't think it's cool to, uh, it's not cool in the hood to be smart and mm-hmm. um, 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 to be smart, mm-hmm. right? And he was saying, I said, but it is cool to be smart on the street. Right. Isn't it? I, that's yes, ironic. It is. Isn't it? It is ironic. And I don't, I mean, I understand Western education. Mm-hmm. I understand that aspect of it because, you know, we're completely left out. Mm-hmm. And if we are included, it is enslaved or civil rights for the most part in the 70s and 80s when I grew up. Okay. That's all that there was. So I was always thirsty mm-hmm. for more, hence the encyclopedia and how I learned about geography and the size of the motherland, mm-hmm. the true size, mm-hmm. as opposed to the size they were teaching in mm-hmm. school. Or the inclusion and exclusion of color. Mm -hmm. My teacher in science class tried to tell me in the seventh grade, I'll never forget this woman. She says, well, white is the inclusion of all color. (laughs) And black is the exclusion of all color. Mm, And I was like, that is impossible. Hmm. That doesn't even make any sense in my 12-year-old brain. Interesting. And I said, okay. I I argued with her so much. (laughs) That she said, well, let's do an experiment. Let's put all the colors of the rainbow, primary colors, you know, and, and we'll just keep mixing them and mixing them until it turns white. I said, well, good luck with that because it is never going to turn, turn white. white. Yes. She did and not it say. stayed. Yes, this was the science teacher. <laughs> yeah. But you know, she Who should was, know. And, but she was misinformed. <laughs> as well. Or retarded or dyslexic. <laughs> True. Maybe but she meant know, to say the opposite or uh-huh. that, that belief system. We, we know from facts and from history that. That, you know, we're all still growing and evolving. And she was, I feel like she was misinformed. And in her righteous indignation, she became <laughs> informed by a 12-year-old. <laughs> now that sounds like a good moment in a movie. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I wasn't taking it. Much mm-hmm. like my mother wouldn't take it when, you know, you go to parent-teacher night. And my mother believed in the power of the pen and taught me a lot about that, my my mother used to read the encyclopedia and the dictionary for fun. So, very smart woman. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, she knows more about my iPhone than I do. Really? Yes, 75 years old. Okay. She's awesome. And she, we had parent-teacher night, and one of my teachers said, you know, Tracy is very nosy. And my mother said, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> my daughter's not nosy. She's inquisitive. Mm, and difference. there's a difference. Big difference. That's mm-hmm. right. And ever since then, people would say, you're so nosy. I said, I'm not nosy. I'm inquisitive. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that since the third grade. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm inqu- this information is going to go somewhere someday. Right. But right now, I'm still gathering. Uh-huh. Right. right. There's nothing nosy about that. And the words that we allow people to use for our children, mm-hmm. I realize now that, you know, almost 
Ten another decade. <laughs> yeah, that it's important because our children are listening and paying attention to what you're allowing outside people to label them mm-hmm. or to use as a label for them. And listening to my mother tell my teacher that I'm inquisitive shifted my 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 consciousness into to understanding that there's more mm. going on and to not accept just any old thing. Look for the other side of this conversation, like shift it. Okay, y'all hear that? She's spitting game it's right now. Joke. That's what I'm talking about. Go I ahead, another good Go ahead writer friend <laughs> talks about protecting his kids are elementary school age, mm-hmm. and they're at the age when the world is starting to creep into their psyche. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm proud of the fact that my kids are allowed to be kids. And he tells a story about a teacher who accused his son of rolling his eyes. Mm. at her and he said my son didn't roll his mm-hmm. eyes <laughs> at you mm-hmm. and if he did he had no idea what that meant mm-hmm. and he had to be there to to and he's like you know he can't totally keep the world out forever right mm-hmm. um but he's getting the importance of that protection it's not just a physical protection mm-hmm. but here's the other gift about your parents and mm-hmm. you know some of us we had great parents some mm-hmm. of us had to kind of go get it mm-hmm. but not only the exposure to all those things but the fact that you were entitled they let you know you and your siblings were entitled to as much of the best of everything as it. anyone else mm-hmm. regardless of where you lived regardless of your house mm-hmm. of incomes like you're entitled to this yeah so if you're not even exposed to it, mm-hmm. right. you'll never know that you're entitled to it's true. it. That's a good point. And right. so it's, well, why are it, there's nothing but white people in this neighborhood? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? No, it's, we want the best quality, the best standard mm-hmm. of right. living, and we're just as entitled to it as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm with you. We got to get Mr. Bird. <laughs> but you so Cosby show Cosby uh-huh. show really informed it really did it let see. me know it, 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 that we were not an anomaly on the block in the neighborhood and 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 that there were a large group of of young people with parents out there doing those things learning those life lessons it exposed me to jazz and all different types of music mm-hmm. that I people who I saw on Sesame Street and I was like wait but he was on Sesame Street. Oh, Tito Puente. Okay, mm-hmm. wait a minute, you know? And so it was beautiful to watch or some of the people that I already knew, like Danny Kaye or, mm-hmm. you know, um, but then I got to see Judith Jamison mm. dancing and, you know, it, it was just the, the what he, what Mr. Dr. Cosby did, what he did, it should not be erased because that show in and of itself, I agree. What, you know, separate mm-hmm. from from whatever is going mm-hmm. on personally, professionally, what he exposed the world to is an image that we need to have and we need to continue to mm-hmm. see and to foster. Because I met with a director who didn't want me to direct his short film at mm-hmm. AFI. I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. And then when we finally finally started to um, work on the project, my parents' 50th anniversary was coming up. And I, there were a lot of phone calls back and forth because they were getting married again. And, you know, I would excuse myself from a casting session or come back or talk Mm -hmm. to my parents. And he was sitting there listening and he says, wait a minute. You know your father. And I said, yes, I know both my parents. They're married. (laughs) They're about to have their 50th. And he was like, I I didn't think that black people knew their fathers. Now, this is a British. He's British and worked in Israel. And he just he and he. 
was very honest with me, mm-hmm. and it took me aback for a moment. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, aren't most of your people like drug addicts and alcoholics, <laughs> and you don't know your your fathers, and, mm-hmm. you know, your mothers have children with, you know, multiple men, and isn't that like the... And, <laughs> You know, I I could have lashed out if I was a different person Mm -hmm. or if I was the person that I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Tell it to me. But I have grown (laughs) somewhat (laughs) and evolved. Mm -hmm. And I listened and it taught me how how important image is. Hmm. How how what he has seen of us informed him and made him think that that is That's everyone's lifestyle the that is on all television, he saw. I'm sure. mm-hmm. so, and in movies. And I had to set him straight mm-hmm. in a way that was palatable so that he could understand it. And then, of course, we became best of friends. And we're still in touch to this day. Mm-hmm. But at that time, you know, he was really challenged in understanding how could I... How could these things exist? And so that's why I feel like we need that show and numerous other shows mm-hmm. in order to show that we do have families. We have blended families. Mm-hmm. We have all kinds and that we're human. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the show that really informed me and it changed my life. And that was when I looked for my brother then, Jeff, um, told me bird. Sorry, He told me to, he said, well, I said, I want to do that. I want to put the people in the, I want to do that. Because I knew all the names of the kids on Good Times and, 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 and um, what is my other, Brady Bunch and, yes, Brady Bunch, Good Times, all the kids' names. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to do that. And he said, well, look on the Chiron at the end of the show and see who the casting director is. That's mm-hmm. the name of that person. Mm-hmm. That's their title. Mm-hmm. And find the casting director. And that's what I did. Hmm. So I went to my little Ross Reports. In New York, we had this little book called The Ross Reports that told you who the crew was of every TV show that was shooting in New York. Mm -hmm. And I went to my little Ross Reports and found the address and the phone number and everything Hmm. for the casting director. And then I bugged the crap out of her until she would take a meeting with me. And she said, "Tenacity, you got, yeah. I love that shit." You did. Mm-hmm. Well, tenacity—that's all it's about. Tenacity mm-hmm. and audacity. <laughs> so I, I bugged the crap out of her, and I called her and called her and called her until she finally gave me a meeting. She said, "You've got 15 minutes." Hmm. And I went down there and I met with her and I had my list of questions because mommy always made sure I was prepared. <laughs> did you go in your suit too? Questions. <laughs> I was I was dressed up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Suited and booted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I was dressed and had my list of questions and um and she said, "Okay, last question." And I said, "Who empties the garbage and gets your coffee?" Huh. And she said, no one. And I said, and I want that job. So much game. Okay, no, hold on, hold on. I got to high five you on that. So much game. Thank you. Because y'all better listen to this shit. If you're listening, (laughs) it's hard. We're all human beings. So it's hard to refuse someone offering to empty your trash and get your coffee Knowing they're not going to get a dime yeah. to do it, that, like that's hard. You know that's a hard worker who's offering that. I, I want to learn. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn from the best. And the best show on television was the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. And so you are working on the best show. So I want to learn what, mm. what you know. Mm. And that's what I did. I emptied the garbage, but I read it first. <laughs> Talk about it. Okay, look. Like, what is that? You got what a whole file, look. And what does that mean? And that's how, that informs your questions. That's I'm like, true. okay, what does that term mean? Mm-hmm. What does that word mean? What is this? Because there are, there's a whole 
dictionary of words, terms, and phrases in this industry True. that are different than any un- other industry. And you have to know. It's those. a whole slang. It it's is. A whole, yes. So I needed to know what those terms and mm-hmm. phrases were. And I was already working in advertising at the time, which okay. is similar. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, TV and film. That's a good transition. Has a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. I was. I was what was then called a secretary, but I prefer administrative <laughs> assistant. <laughs> I was a secretary. Go ahead and retitle it, girl. Go ahead and retitle it. <laughs> and so I did a lot of contracts. Okay. So I learned all the contractual terms and mm-hmm. phrases that a lot of my folks in music video and commercials didn't know. Okay. So I had that background. And then on top of that, added that TV background that I learned from her office mm-hmm. and then started interning with other casting directors like Sarah Hyde Hamlet, who did Shaft, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and then started doing music videos. So I started casting music videos in a time when music videos were... You know, the shit. When motherfuckers yeah, sat in their seat and watched them, yes, didn't they? Truly. Like, Three o'clock, you'd be rushing yes. home, wouldn't you? Video oh, yeah. music box. And <laughs> exactly. Yes, that was back in the MTV day when they would have the director's name on the bottom mm-hmm. and the whole thing. And all the directors felt like they were superstars because <laughs> they directed this artist or that artist. So, yeah, it was a great time. It was a great time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And every now and then, you know... The artist didn't want the sneakers or the shoes. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what size are those? <laughs> okay, look. Yes. I know somebody exactly. who might could fit them, I, huh? Might could. <laughs> could be, could be not. Mm-hmm. Yes, so those were my humble beginnings, music video. And my That's brother cute. really helped me. Mm-hmm. He helped me to just define it, to figure out what it was that I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was challenging. It was challenging uh during that time, because of the 90s, the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. it was uh, challenging to get into, you know, to get a groove, to get your own clients, mm-hmm. to figure that whole thing out. Dancers were running around willy-nilly just auditioning <laughs> to be in the background of a Chub Rock video, True. you know. Treat them right. Wow. Yes. Go, go, <laughs> yes. Go. That was That's shit. Right. 1990. 1990. Yeah. Chub Rock jumps, jumps up on the scene with the lean with and a pocket full of green. green. Yes. <laughs> One, one of the you best. Be that. One of the best. We would be on live the killing that song right there <laughs> in the rap game. Yes, mm. underrated to this day. Totally underrated. Oh my goodness! There, yeah, it was a great time mm-hmm. back then. Heavy D and doing music videos for all kinds of recording artists. Working for Puff, mm-hmm. doing album covers. She and, called him Puff like she know him. Myself. Have you seen him talking about? Um, Puff. Well, in that during that time, that's what we called him was mm-hmm. Puff. Right? And, and there's been fifty million versions of it. <laughs> Right? Since then, but at that time we called He's him Puff. a chameleon. That's all. He is. He, <laughs> he don't know who he is. That's all. That's Puff all. Or Puffy. Yes. That goes back to Howard University. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me to. It's challenging. I'm like, well, what? Did, what do they call? Okay, I'm just staying with Puff. So yeah, I used to work with. Um, I used to work with uh, Bad Boy mm-hmm. back in the day and music videos and such and. It was that a was great his prime time. too. It was his mm-hmm. prime. Mm-hmm. For to make sure everybody understands, if you weren't around in those the music business and hip hop and urban music, nineteen nineties, I guess, mm-hmm. general, like the music business was a big deal. Oh yeah, soundtracks. Mm-hmm. This is a hip hop movie head soundtracks right here. Mm-hmm. were a big deal. A lot Jack of the directors City. who are in the game today. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is how they started. So Yes, that's how I know. Some 
those are the people Context that helped me. Folks. Hel- mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I came up with George Tillman. We did mm-hmm. a Dawn Penn music video together mm-hmm. in Prospect Park. Never forget that. Uh, Tim Story, Brett Ratner. We used to do Jodeci. As a matter of fact, I cast my dad in a Jodeci video. Oh, really cute. He's walking T-Boz down the aisle and love you for life. Wow. So that, yeah, that's my dad. Mm -hmm. So um, all of those directors, including my brother, so it was Jeff, Lionel Martin. um, This was when Hype was an intern. Hype Williams was an intern and Little X wasn't even thought of. (laughs) Yes. This was back in the day with Ralph McDaniels mm-hmm. and all of these directors coming out of the woodwork, just doing our music and, and putting a visual mm-hmm. to our music. Mm-hmm. Millicent Shelton used to, Fat oh, yeah. Films, used to do everything for Ya Kid K and, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, Salt and Pepper and mm-hmm. Herb, Herbie. I mean, just, <laughs> it was, a, and Millicent is doing television now. Uh, Tim Story yep. is doing ride-alongs mm-hmm. one through twelve. <laughs> one and through twelve. Yes, because you know, as long as they keep making money, they gonna keep Why making them. You? It's like Fast and Furious one through twelve. Ugly. They just w- did it. Go ahead for nine and ten. Okay. And they haven't even done eight yet. Yaw Kid K. Yaw Kid K. I had to smile at yes. that. Yes, I did. Yaw Kid K. Yeah. Pump up the jams. Yes, I, all of that. <laughs> I actually did in D of Davenport and Guru hmm. music video really? back in the day. Don't you miss them? Yeah. Oh, Guru. Guru. That's you right there, I'm isn't it? Very connected to, mm-hmm. to Gangstar, mm-hmm. personally. We're we yeah. going to be in here for days and days. Yeah. Can, I, can I just tell her that you got a script? Can I say that? You are a good wow. friend. He has a script on, on them. Oh, my goodness. It's a badass Let's script, too. Yeah. We've been trying. No. Maybe we know somebody that's, who can help us. I don't know. Do it. That's my dude. <laughs> I, I, a little update for yeah, you okay. off the air, but shout right, to... We'll get into that. The Elam family, um, DJ Premier, the whole crew. So here's a here's a question. Yes. Talking about those days reminded mm-hmm. me of what is now the American Black Film Festival. You mm-hmm. may know this. Mm-hmm. ABFF. Back in the day, it was the Acapulco Black yes. Film Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But even a little bit before that, Jeff Friday used to have parties and show these indie films mm. in his parties. Okay. And we be in the parties, you know, chasing <laughs> girls. <laughs> but it was around the time of Love Jones, mm. sort of an emergence mm-hmm. of independent black film, mm-hmm. um, black fiction, Terry McMillan, that was right. made for me. Mm-hmm. Also, right. I started as an author. Mm-hmm. Right. And so did you start to see anything in film and television sort of coinciding with how big the videos were in terms of a place for you? Is there something that made you think about L.A.? Or were you just kind of rolling with what was happening? Like, what else were you seeing outside of your immediate day-to-day? I watched everything, even those things that were unpopular to the people that look like me. (laughs) Just because I was thirsty. Mm-hmm. constantly thirsty for content and information and, and visuals. So I watched everything. And one of my favorite films at that time was The Joy Luck Club. Oh, yeah. That was great. And movie. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Joy Luck Club. And I ended up getting a chance to work for Ang Lee because Wayne Wang, they're best friends. Mm-hmm. And I worked on a, a film called The Wedding Banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, through a friend of mine named Tracy Moore, who was a casting director at that time. Mm-hmm. She had done Just Another Girl on the IRT. Oh. Yeah, I'm taking you back, a right? A big <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> indie. Yes, yeah. a big indie. 
Just Another Girl on the IRT, which I loved. And I, I came up during the era of watching Spike literally just, Brooklyn would wake up mm. when Spike was ramping up to shoot. Mm-hmm. When he was in pre-pro, all of Brooklyn... Everybody knew they were going to eat. The mayor Everybody. of Fort Greene. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Truly. Had the retail store. Yes. Clothes. Yes. Spike's joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The That's book, right. if you yep. wanted to learn how he shot yep. the movie. Exactly. Yeah, clever. Right there. Everything yeah. coincide. Yeah. He'd have hats and T-shirts and mm-hmm. jackets. And, and you can only, the, own, the real jacket only came when you were on the crew. So I would rock <laughs> Jeff's jackets everywhere mm-hmm. because, you know, it had bird on it. She out there flossing. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was rocking Jeff's mm-hmm. jackets. And, um, you know, when she's got to have it. And mm-hmm. so... All of that in, helped to inform me, and then music music video brought me to L.A. Okay. So Jeff came out here and finally made this place his home, mm-hmm. and he invited me to come and to cast an H-Town music video. Okay. And it was a two music videos, three-week process. Okay. And I came out here, and I stayed and, and, and worked on it. I mean, green. Came to Los Angeles with my Ross reports <laughs> from New York because mm-hmm. it had an L.A. section. Okay. And called these agents directly, cold called them and did what I had to do in order to get talent because I'm new and I didn't know mm-hmm. how you get talent here other mm-hmm. than my, my New York way. And they followed through. These are relationships I still have to this day with mm. these same agents that have bounced around from agency mm-hmm. to agency, but I still have these relationships. And And my brother said, you know, why don't you just push back the second half of the ticket hmm. and stay? And I slept on his couch for three months mm-hmm. and used my same relationships that I had in New York, Roman Coppola. We did a Wyclef Jean video, Staying Alive Together. Mm-hmm. And Spike Jones, when I got out here, I did um, Notorious B.I.G. Mm. Uh, in New York, I did, you know, We'll Always Love Big Papa after he passed. And then I got here and we did the all little kid lookalikes. Ah, oh, really? yeah, Biggie and One Twelve, Sky's the Limit. Mm-hmm. Did that, and and it helped me with my relationships with directors and producers and and I, production companies. Learning that aspect of the business and mm-hmm. watching how television, like watching the openings of TV shows, look like music videos. Hmm. I'm like, hmm, Living Single. Yeah, it did change, didn't it? Doesn't that hmm. look like a music video? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you find out a lot of the music video directors, right. you know, directed the the opening, mm-hmm. the cold opens of the shows, mm-hmm. and how the music video directors were kind of learning to get into television and film. Some of them were plucked, some had to work their way in sure. and learn. But um, I watched them maneuver, watched them all maneuver, including my brother. And when I got here, a friend of my brother's introduced me to Pamela mm-hmm. as me Andrew. She hooked me up. Shout with out to casting. Pam. What's up, girl? Yes, and mm-hmm. she hooked me up with a casting director for Moesha. Okay. And I ended up working on Moesha. I was mm. a casting assistant on Moesha, mm-hmm. season four. Okay. And I, I learned a lot there. And that's where I met Stan Lathan and Ralph Farquhar. I just I met so many people. Okay. And it was um it was it was really a blessing. It was Almost as if, you know, it, it felt as though, and it still feels like this to this day, mm-hmm. there are times when you, sometimes people are like, well, I need to do this in order to get to this. I was enjoying the journey mm. and just visualizing myself in places hmm. and 
And next thing I knew, I was there. I'm like, I am on the Sunset Gallery. Okay, look. We're my office, bitch. Right? <laughs> and- I mean, sitting there doing what I was doing mm-hmm. at my first table read in, mm-hmm. in L.A. less than a year. Less and than at a, a year. Ta- less than a year. Okay. At a table read hmm. for Moesha, which was one of the biggest half hours of mm-hmm. the... But of that she time. she dropped a couple of jewels in there, which we shouldn't let pass. Ahead, I'm, I'm getting in teacher oh, mode now. Go ahead, go ahead. First, <clears throat> slept on her brother Jeff's couch. Seems obvious, brother and sister. Yeah. Same. It's all good, but working together as a family. Yes. Your family isn't always going to be your blood relatives. Mm-hmm. True. But if you got family, you got crew. You have to figure out a way to work together mm-hmm. or work together more. Mm-hmm. Like me and my dude are going to mm-hmm. do. Right. We go back a long time. That's how mm-hmm. I got here. Mm-hmm. But working as a family and looking within your own circle, your family circle, and helping each other, it's, it's easy to forget that. Then the other thing she said, oops, <clears throat> when she was meeting all of those people, um, all of those directors, she talked to everybody. You can tell just hearing her, just listening to her. She met everyone. She was working it every day she was there. She met as Cold many people, people as she too, could. <laughs> Cold calling. Uh-huh. And not worrying about the immediate results or the details. And now she still has those relationships. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope some of you rookies are really paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Um, because those things don't change. No. That's, that's always necessary. Tell- from all the years that I've known about you, you still got that same buzz, that same hustle, that, that same, you yes. know what I mean? It has never left. No. You know, just like your brother works all the time, still a hustler in his, it's in his blood. It's just passion. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It is really, really passion. Mm-hmm. That's how I know I'm in my purpose. And my purpose is my passion because mm-hmm. I, it sometimes it wakes me up at night. Mm, that's it. Wakes me up at night and I have to write things down. Like I keep this little book with me all the time. I have mm-hmm. to write things down. And if there's an idea or a, or a thought or something that comes across my mind, I have to write it down real quick. Then I can go back to bed. Okay. I can go back to sleep. But it's like, ooh, ooh. I got <laughs> and Keith be like, inspiration. you writing again? Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well go ahead and write that script. <laughs> <laughs> that inspiration just keeps coming. Or to me, I'm still excited mm-hmm. by this industry with all of its challenges, mm-hmm. I'm still excited by it. And, and I know that that excitement is contagious. Yes. Definitely. It is contagious. You can feel my passion mm-hmm. when I'm at an essence luncheon or at a, or, or at a screening or something. And when I'm walking up to people just cold and just having those conversations at Sundance or whatever, that passion is still there. Cause mm-hmm. I still love it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to knock my love for it. And you're, you're not going to slow it down, and it's mm-hmm. just, it will not, it's a thirst that won't be quenched. I love it. Mm. Did you start to see anything in particular that interested, got you interested in moving beyond or building on casting and into production? And st- when did you start looking to do other things? Because you had a rich base of knowledge, mm-hmm. probably for most of the time. So I'm just wondering when you decided that you were going to do some other things, just Aside from running you know, the casting. I, with, with casting comes a lot of things. Like, I would be casting a music video, but I'm also informing. I'll never forget David LaChapelle. I did a Christina Aguilera video out here on the lot, and it was all about the 80s. Mm. 80s is my era. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? The 80s? <laughs> okay, so how is this set going to look? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm asking all these questions, and I'm like, okay, and who's going to do the burners, and who's going to do the... He was like, hold up. 
<laughs> what do you know about? I was like, I'm Brooklyn, 80s. Okay, look. Brooklyn. <laughs> if you don't know, what now are you, you saying? Know. Park Circle. <laughs> I am like roller skating. Okay, Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with me. Like, seriously. She's about some bars right I now. I remember you can the tell, days man. when we used to iron iron different kinds of of, of, of designs mm-hmm. into our sweatshirts. Come on you now. had the sweatshirts with the double and the triple mm-hmm. letters, with the third dimension, like three dimensional. <laughs> you know, iron on. I was the iron on patch. Don't, don't burn it. Yes. <laughs> Five seconds too iron, long. That's right. The iron that's on patches. It is. <laughs> wow. All of that. Mm-hmm. The fat laces, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so who got the Cassies? Who got the Kango? What's up? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm and I'm informing art direction. Zone, right? <laughs> on what it is that they need to do in order for people to look authentic in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I realized then that I'm doing more than most other other casting directors. You just put the bodies in the on this set. Is, this is the same conversation I have with Pam all the time. This is why she yes. She realized she was doing all this I was shit doing you're talking all about. All of yes. this stuff. Yes. Because it's it it's in me. It's mm-hmm. part of who I am mm-hmm. to share and mm-hmm. to and I did a music video with Chris Rock directing. Mm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And they said they wanted a band to be in the scene. And I said, well, what kind of band? Like, you want a high school band? You want a college band? What kind of band are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a black band or is this going to mm-hmm. be? And I asked the production. They were like, well, what's the difference? I was like, oh. <laughs> Let's go to some YouTube okay, look. <laughs> Like, black college band, they're getting okay. ready to get down. Yep. I mean, they will start it out with the show, Dougie okay. Fresh, and end it up with some Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> And everything in between. Mm -hmm. So you need to let me know what we're talking about Mm -hmm. here. And then I also shared with them, I said, you know, and it's so interesting how my life really does inform my art. Because I had met the, the, uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name right now. It doesn't come to me. But I met the head of the music department at Locke High School prior to Hmm. this music video. And he's the head of the music department and the whole band at Locke High School then became our band. I called him. Can you get them? And I helped facilitate getting them all work permits. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's inside of my Mm -hmm. casting director, you know, but Mm -hmm. I, I wanted those kids to those young, beautiful young minds to be exposed to being on set at Paramount Mm -hmm. and seeing Chris Rock, Mr. Everybody Mm -hmm. Hates Chris, who was shooting his show at the time, Mm -hmm. direct, and they were going to be highlighted in a music video. That's great. And they got a chance to see it. And then when we broke for lunch, we did a little mini tour Hmm. And Chris took them on a mini tour and showed them the facade. Wow, of he took the, them. Yes. Okay. I asked him. Yeah. And he said, sure. And I said, because they've never been north of Pico. Mm-hmm. So they don't know mm-hmm. how a TV show is shot or run. Mm-hmm. And their minds, their eyes were just so full. It was the best feeling mm-hmm. on the planet. So for me, I have always done more. And I was challenged to step into the area of producer. I was challenged to step into that area. It took me a minute to to really take it on in my spirit. It took me a moment to actually embrace it. allow mm-hmm. and then embrace. Mm-hmm. But I have allowed and now I embrace it. Mm. Finally. Good. 
Yeah. It's time though. It is. Now you and you know how to do it all anyway. It is. So now it's like, okay, let right. me just embrace this yes. moment. Right. <laughs> let me take that other yes. check too, bitch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Look. Exactly. And let me help y'all make this right. Okay. Because right. yeah. stop calling right. me for music from uh, 1989 uh-huh. and asking me which, well, what kind of outfit were you wearing then and how did you flip your hair back? <laughs> yeah. Would you use a hot curler or uh-huh. with those? And so, I'm like, okay. I'm going to need a check for mine. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Now yes. I'm going to need a check True. for that. Uh-huh. Can you tell everyone about? The projects that are gonna spring forth from the this new that are direction. Spring forth. Well, Jeff and or I have spring. What the monologue slam I have done? I started it out with uh, the Hollywood Black Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Tracy, you're yeah, I'm with, I'm with, um, with uh, oh, good Tanya, Lord. Kersey. Tanya Kersey. Tanya Kersey. Yes. Shout out to Tanya. So shout out to Tanya. <laughs> I started over there. Tanya gave me a platform in order to do whatever I wanted to okay. do, and I started out producing just panels. Mm-hmm. You know, I would do from co-star to guest star to series regular. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that would be a conversation to show actors that this does exist. Mm-hmm. And then I started the monologue slam. And initially, you know, and each year it got better and better. And the most recent one we held in Hollywood at the Man Chinese Theater. Mm-hmm. And it was huge. Yeah. Yes, we filmed it. And it, there's a sizzle. Michael Ealy was one of my oh, cool. one of my judges. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Zynga Stewart, mm-hmm. the, the director. Aisha Hines, mm-hmm. actress, and James Pickens Jr. Really? Yes, wow. I had some fabulous yeah, people on my panel. It was mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> and some of the actors just burst into tears just getting a word mm. from, I'll never forget, Michael Ealy said to one actress, see you on set. Mm. And she burst into tears. Love it. So that, was that the kind whole of thing, thing it was, it really it. was. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing is next for me. And then uh, Jeff and I, we're, we're working on Feather Films um, and, and we are, we're working on projects, you know, we're, we've got some things that we're nurturing and mm-hmm. we're putting together in the works and some things that have uh, written and I'm, we're really into the biopics right now. Mm-hmm. And there are some sports figures who really deserve one and there are some figures who, you know, as much as we love the Sylvester. yes, the Tony Braxtons and the elite, there are folks whose shoulders they stand on, mm-hmm. and I feel like those are stories that need to be told. Mm-hmm. You know, as well, and um, and I'm also having a script written from my blog. I write two blogs hmm, okay. that are going to be turned into books. Mm-hmm. One is called Twinkie Is Casting dot blogspot.com and that is truly about my casting work and and I interview directors and and such and then the other one is my dating blog and mm. um, yeah it's called the dating chronicles over 40 cute cute thank you very I much like we're writing a script about that uh-huh. me and uh-huh. the adventures of Mr. Squeeze yeah I see Mr. <laughs> Squeeze over there chilling <laughs> <laughs> Well, before Mr. Squeeze, there was a lot going on. Right. There was a lot right. I needed to learn. There was a lot I needed mm-hmm. to go through. No, I'm good with this. Through. I like this one right here. So <laughs> thank you very much. I like him He's too. He's got a good spirit. You yes, can see he it. does. So that's um, that's what's going on with me. And I'm looking to continue to pitch. I've been pitching. I have a okay. writing partner, Gary mm-hmm. Hardwick. Oh, We're Gary, working yeah. together mm-hmm. on projects. And my brother, another friend of mine, mm-hmm. Laura, Lorna. Lorna Clark, we're working together on projects. So I'm looking for scripts. I'm looking for things to pitch. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for things to be a part of. Most of the the projects that are coming to me now, I want to attach myself onto as producer and casting. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm I'm working on currently. I love it. And um, yeah, 
And then, of course, you know, I have the film, two films coming out, Southside With You, mm-hmm. which uh, I cast and what, found a new guy. Southside With You was just in Sundance, mm-hmm. and it is the story of the first date of Barack and Michelle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm proud of it. That's cute. I'm so proud. Mm-hmm. So Tika Sumter plays Michelle mm-hmm. and Parker Sawyers, which is one of my new diamond finds. He's, yes. Don't you he love discovering somebody? I do love yeah. the discovery. I know that's Pam's favorite thing, too. Yes, yeah. it's it just feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the film, mm-hmm. but they rave about Parker's performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They say he he got it. Like, he yeah. got him. Mm-hmm. Totally. He does. And, and he didn't he play did. him as a caricature. He he no, yeah, he doesn't, which is really important. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And then I have a film coming out this fall called When the Bow Breaks. Or at least that's what it was called when we shot it. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what they're going to call it at Screen Gems, mm-hmm. but um, it's a thriller. And that's with Morris Chestnut and Regina Hall. Okay, yeah. And there is an ingenue discovery there as well. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing my thing, but now I'm venturing into the producer thing, and I'm very excited. Well, let me ask you. Yes, uh, we still have a couple more minutes. <clears throat> so in regard to you discovering new talent, mm-hmm. as a casting director, how do you deal with directors and producers who just want to get like, no, we only need a Morris Chestnut or something in this role when you feel like, just as an example, mm-hmm. like you feel like this role could be somebody who isn't undiscovered or somebody right. came in and killed it. Mm-hmm. Or you were like, I'm telling you, this is, how do you deal with uh, producers during those situations? You know, um, there are numerous ways that I deal with it, but... Sometimes, you know, it depends on the role. Mm -hmm. So if, in fact, this is the lead role, there are times when you get, when someone else that comes in and kills it, you give them a smaller role and then they end up shining. Like I have shared with numerous actors, I said, well, you can be, they're like, well, I'm the star of this movie, I'm the star. And I said, no, you're the lead. The star is yet to be determined, (laughs) but you're the lead. So, you know, bring Mm -hmm. all of that down Uh because we shall see. Uh You know, um, when I cast Stomp the Yard, Mm -hmm. it was all about Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. But it introduced Columbus Columbus Mm -hmm. to the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. to the rest of the, you know, to young people. So it there are times when, you know, you feel like, oh, it's a small role. There are no small roles. Your job is to shine. Sure. Do your job. Do it well. Mm -hmm. You know, elevate the material. Mm hmm. And trust me, when it all comes out and said and done, we'll see who the star is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> little undermined. Yeah. Little, uh, little, I, say, I, just, I got the videotape. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Yes. Yes. That's your job. You're, that's really the job. And there are a lot of, lot of roles that... That um, a lot of people, a lot of times people have didn't want to come in for projects or they felt like, well, I did such and such a movie. I should mm-hmm. be able to. And I'm like, listen, come on okay, in here. Y'all should just be offering and it to take me. this role. Come in here <laughs> uh-huh. and show folks you have chemistry with this actress so you can come on and take this role. What do you think that's about? Do you think that's about, I mean, number one, we know it's about ego. But do you mm-hmm. also think that's about some people have a thing where they really know they're really not that good at auditioning? So they it use that as be. a crutch? It might you know be I mean? that they're not that good at auditioning. Mm-hmm. And um, I try to encourage them and let them know this is a warm room. This mm-hmm. is a Twinkie room. A Twinkie mm-hmm. room is different from everybody else's room. Mm-hmm. I got my vanilla candles glowing <laughs> in the corners. It's a warm room. Okay, you know it. what I mean? Like we're rooting for you and you can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not a room of looking you up and down and I got my mm-hmm. nose turned up. Mm-hmm. It is a room of what do you need? 
in order for you to feel comfortable to bring life to this. Mm. Breathe life to this. That's all. Come on in here, breathe life, and roll out. Because no one wins if the actor doesn't do well. Right. Like, no one wants a bad performance. That's not good for anybody. No, Mm -hmm. no, no, you don't. Now, we also have a lot of actors who listen to the show, actors who are moving into writing and stuff like that. Good for them. So let's, let's talk to them for a second. Let's get them writing. What do you like and what don't you like when actors come in? What do I like and what don't I like when like, actors come in? Good question. I, I know that's a half like, question. But. I like them to be prepared or as prepared as possible. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like is when actors don't do the research or because it's so interesting that Okay, first of all, the biopic is like the big, huge thing. And you can Google anything Mm -hmm. and learn about it. Mm -hmm. And I love it when you take the time. And I understand sometimes it's pilot season. You're doing two or three auditions a week or Mm -hmm. something like that. And that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Two or three auditions a week. But I would like you to be informed a a little bit, especially when you're coming in for film. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like you to be informed and understand the difference between how half hour is written and how one hour is written. Definitely. Because I have had numerous actors come in for my show, Being Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. which initially was called Single Black Female, Mm. and they all thought it was single ladies. And I'm like, no, no. (laughs) It is not even written in half hour. Uh It's not Not in format. (laughs) And how do you not know the difference between half hour and one hour format? Mm -hmm. Come on now. What is happening? So they come in giving their best, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is a drama. (laughs) That has happened. That's bad business. It is. Yeah. It is. That's so a very good I, note. I, I mm-hmm. feel like more actors should take screenwriting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just so like, they can just like know. writers should learn how to act. Yes. yes. Just so they know or sit into it. And, and directors, like my brother, I encourage my brother to take acting classes. Mm-hmm. I was like, go sit in, watch them, watch the process, watch mm-hmm. them put up scenes, watch them redirect scenes, mm-hmm. and then watch them put them up again so that you understand and learn actor speak. Mm-hmm. Because actor speak is different mm-hmm. than director speak. And you want to be able to communicate, and communication is awesome. So, That's the key. yeah, That's it the really key. is. Yeah. It really is. So much knowledge. <laughs> nah, I'm with it. I'm Thank with you. It. Now we, you we can go on with you all day. I know, on, but we got go. a Super Bowl party you got to prepare to do, for, you know? right, babe? And yeah. Then she, she brought the man in. I said, I you did. keep over there sitting over there chilling. <laughs> He's like, girl, you got one more minute because we got to get to yes. the club. Super That's Sunday. my support system right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's my support now, We appreciate system. you guys coming in today. Thank you so much, Twinkie. This is awesome. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. And I Absolutely. can't wait to share this with my followers and yes. and all, of course, and everyone that's supporting and that's out there in the world, uh, in the community of this mm-hmm. industry, keeping them encouraged Mm-hmm. Because they're, you know, the, unfortunately, the discouraging information is out there more than the encouraging information. Definitely. So we need to keep each other encouraged. Mm-hmm. Keep writing. Mm-hmm. Don't stop writing. I don't care if that script is ten years old and it's got <laughs> dust on it. Pick it up. Pick it back up. Pick it back up. Now might be mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if now's the time, let's go. Yes, and I always tell people that too. Whenever you have that dry spot, and you and I talk about this all the time, sure. you have that dry spot where you're like, oh, I just can't write anything right. I'm like, pull out that old script mm-hmm. that's two or three years old. Mm-hmm. It's your two or three years in mm-hmm. with more knowledge. Yes. You know, like I always tell Tracy, if I gave you a script a year ago, please ask me for a new one. Right. Because I've rewritten the shit out of it yes. by now. You know what I mean? Yes. Please. No doubt. Yes. Yeah. And we obviously support each other. We have each other's backs mm-hmm. on material. Oh, good. Um, Hilliard is a humble cat, so... I always want people to know about his writing talent. 
not just his production, his directing talent. He is an asset mm. to any project and any script. That's awesome. And I've been around a little bit, so I know what I'm talking about on most days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today is one of those days. Good. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. awesome. So, we're, so let's go ahead and shout out some of the places, you know, your Instagram, your Twitter, oh your blog. Goodness. Let's oh, get it out. Thank you. Well, fans of Twinkie Bird Casting on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I am Twinkie Bird on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Twinkie underscore bird on Twitter. <laughs> and what else do I have, babe? I have a Twitter. I have an Instagram. I have a Facebook. I have my blog. TwinkieIsCasting.blogspot.com and The Dating Chronicles Over 40.blogspot.com. Yes. Just sharing my life, my I life, love it. my life. My <laughs> life. <laughs> Go ahead and do it now. In the sunshine. <laughs> nice. Go ahead, Mary. Sing it, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where you at, Tracy? Tell the kids. Um, the Real Trey at Twitter. Or at the real Trey, T H E R E E L T R A Y, uh, Tracy Grant on Facebook, T R A C Y G R A N T. Uh, anybody else who needs to get at me, you can get at me pretty easily. You know, you know who you are. That's what's but up. At the real Trey uh, on Twitter all day long. Mm -hmm. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. You see how I say Twitter, Twitter. like that, like I'm cool or yes. something, right? Twitter. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Um, if you guys have any questions for us, please send it to screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. <clears throat> um, big, big special shout out. Um, to Big Bro Jeff Bird, Jeff Bird. <laughs> had to throw that out there. <laughs> My big home team out there, yo, your home, your home team too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's he's good people. Thank you, thank you for yes. connecting up. Um, your sister with us, she's Yay. awesome. We thank love you, her. Bro. Um, another big big shout out to a couple of the top countries out there that are following us. Um, I always about to say England. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the UK because that covers all like mm -hmm. Scotland and all those places. Uh, the UK, Australia, um, where India just grew all of a sudden, um, um, Japan, China. I'm, so, I'm always surprised we're in China. Um, That's awesome. China, you're in China. Yes. Um, Italy Fabulous. is a big one. France is a big one. Oh, come South on. South Africa is a huge one. Woo, Thank you South for all y'all. Yes. Big yes. up, big up, big up. And, I'm trying and, to cast some movies in South Africa. Oh, really? Come on, okay, South Africa. Guy. Call Twinkie. And, and number two is Canada. We appreciate y'all. That's what's up. We got we got love for y'all. And of course, the United States. Y'all motherfuckers. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> Much love. We love y'all too. So, <clears throat> Twinkie, join yes. with us when we say 2016. I'll let you know. Okay. So on this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. In the rain, we say what we say, we do what we feel, we gotta keep it real. In the rain, all about the crap of screen writing. Fill my bottle up with lightning up in the rain room. Before the stars can be paid, there gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage that light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from my itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers. With the cream, a million of the writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all like bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in, in the, the red room. We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real in the red room. All about the crap of screenwriting. Fill my bottle up with lightning. 
So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.